Welcome to The Buffer, where we fill an endless array with our inconsequential thoughts. My name is Erpin, and alongside me is my co-host, Ham. What's going on, Hamster? What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. So, second episode, we made it past the pilot. That's right. Which is more than what 90% of TV shows can say. They usually mean seasons, not episodes. But yeah, usually but, you got a 13-episode order, not one But our, our pilot got picked right. up. We, we made it past pilot season, yeah. And by picked up, I mean we're, we were able to publish on right. all the platforms. So right. there was no you know overarching boss or anything that could determine whether or not. But we published. Right. We're and, good. And, and there's no other decider. We're the decider. We're the decider. But now, I wanted to talk about something we both did recently, which is uh, we got tested for oh, the coronavirus. For the yeah, okay, yeah, that's right. Okay, so I'll preface that by saying that, you know, neither of us had any symptoms, right? Neither of us really thought we had the coronavirus. But Ham first told me that, hey, I got the antibody testing a few times by donating blood, which for the listeners out there, the antibody test just is supposed to tell you whether you've ever had it. Like right? if you've recovered from the virus. Correct. And you are negative for that. Okay. Twice. So we knew he didn't have it. I didn't get the antibody test. But then Ham told me, hey, I got the, the straight up coronavirus test, whether I have it or not. Forget the antibody. And it was such a seamless process, which I didn't believe because when you Google coronavirus testing. Uh, right. And you don't have to Google. Just watch the news or pick up any anytime there's any sort of mention of the regular virus test. It's a shit show. There's either three-hour wait or a 10-day turnaround, if you're lucky, whether or not you got it or not. You know, So uh, the experience leaves a lot to be desired when you hear of it, reading and watching the news or you're Googling it. So, But not for people as privileged as you. Right. Or anyone who has access to a Walgreens. A Walgreens? What is, what is that? Henry? Right. So basically, CVS is a little stricter because both both of these companies, the screener questions, so they'll ask you, have you been in contact with somebody, pregnant, or your, whatever, all these things. And at the end of it, if you answer in the negative with CVS, they're going to not recommend that you take a test, and they're not going to give you the option to schedule an appointment. So the idea is that people like us, young-ish, sort of. Relative to very younger people, yeah. Yes, we have no symptoms. Everything checks out. We're thumbs up. We're cool. With CVS, you mark no on everything because you don't have anything, right? right. Everything feels good. They will deny you testing. Yeah, they're going to say it's not recommended at this time. And the, the logic behind that is that there's a limited number of testing and they want to save that for people that are either high risk or with recent exposure or something, some 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 connection to the virus. If you're just like no pre-existing conditions, no symptoms, why are you gumming up the whole process? So they're gonna deny you access to their test, but for whatever reason, Walgreens ever so benevolent, you can answer the same negative, you know, no, 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 no to everything, and then at the end they will say, okay, it's all good, come and right. get it. Now the drawback is. Walgreens has very few locations. Up until recently, they only had one location in Georgia, in Duluth. They just ah, opened up another one. In the whole state of Georgia. Okay. Right. So that's why... So fortunately, we were within proximity right. yeah, of Yeah. So we're not living out in the sticks to where it would be like a two-hour drive. It was about 30 minutes, 25 minutes for me. And so I went... And, and usually my, my theory strategy is basically to do a anytime we do some sort of group hang or people are coming in from other locations, wait a few days because the thinking goes, you can't take a test like the day of contact, right? You got to give yeah, it a you few gotta days. Yeah, you got to wait. You got to let that virus really right. like sink right, in and right, settle, right. put his feet up on the couch. Yeah. The first time I did it was, uh, I think, with a 4th of July hang. The process is so unlike what you read and hear about. Is not the horror stories you hear about, right? right? It's actually too, it, it, it was so like seamless that it almost sounded like maybe this is like one of those like shoddy tests, you know, because in, in, in circulation, there are certain coronavirus tests that are not highly thought of as far as they're not reliable. So they you're thinking, bootleg. right. So you're thinking I go in, in a drive through takes five minutes and, with, and within a couple hours, you'll get your results. That is unlike any other experience. So, yeah. so for the listeners out there, wherever you're listening from, um, I've said this before in the original podcast, but we tape out of Atlanta. So things down here, if you've been following the news, right, uh, we do things a little differently down here when it comes to the coronavirus, some good, some bad. But I had the same experience as Ham because once he told me how simple the Walgreens process was, I kind of called bullshit on it a little bit, right? I didn't believe him. Went to the website. 
I pretty much put no for everything except when they said you had a headache. I had a mild headache, so I figured, what the hell, right? It ain't going to hurt my chances of getting tested. Right. But yes, they said, yep, you're good to go. And they gave me a window of five days out in the morning. So Ham had told me how seamless it was, how easy. I didn't believe him. I went literally from the time I pulled up to this drive-thru to the time I exited. It took seven minutes. Right. They, Obviously, you, you were keeping score. I kept score. Seven minutes, and then they tell you the directions. They give everything to you. You don't ever touch them, no contact. And then, you know, hours had gone by, hours before I got my results, right? And I was wondering. And then I realized it went to my spam folder. They oh. gave, they actually had given me the results in 30 minutes over emails. So I'm thinking, like, going forward, my, my strategy is to do that. If there is some sort of big hang, wait a few days and then get tested just to kind of see, kind of, you kind of hear, there's a lot of information coming in over the past five, six months as far as best practices, what is your risk tolerance as far as what you should engage in. I have been pretty casual about things. So that's why I've taken two antibody tests and then one regular test. And actually I have taken another test. So uh, wait, wait, maybe you're taking too many tests. Too many tests. Yeah, maybe little I'm, suspect. Maybe, I'm just saying. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm clogging up all it's, the it's, it's like the girl you date and she's like, hey, I've been tested for right, STDs right, negative right, right. 20 times. <laughs> and you're like, wait, why so right, many right. tests? A lot. Oh, yeah. So the more you take right. him, the more nervous it makes me because right, like, that means you're in contact. Because, yeah. With like, risk. Your exposure would have to be such that why are you taking so many tests? I'm going to put a pin on it. My point is that if they just made this even easier everywhere, because I don't think our experience mirrors what other people are experiencing, right? Especially people that actually for real need to get tested all the time. So hopefully other people in other places have just as easy of an experience as we do. And even if they don't, hopefully that's the end goal is that everybody can get tested this quickly and easily so it doesn't become an issue. Right. Well, enough about the coronavirus, right? People ain't tuning in here about this because anytime you turn on the TV, it's Trump, coronavirus, Trump, coronavirus. Right. So we can move on from that. And we're going to move back into the NBA, which is what we kind of focused on last week. Right. But we taped last time the beginning of the bubble when it started. Right. There had been no games played. I think the Pelicans were in progress. The Lakers played later that it was opening night. It was opening night. And uh, we were still kind of figuring out what we thought about it, how the play looked. You know, we didn't really have enough of a sample size to make any determinations or proclamations. But today, as we tape, we're again taping on a Thursday. It is the last day of the bubble. And for those that don't know, the bubble started. Well, to be clear, they're going to stay in the bubble throughout the playoffs. Well, the last day of the seeding games. Yeah, Yeah, the seeding games, let's call it that. I I apologize for that. But the seeding games, so this is the last game. These are the last set of games tonight, and they will determine who are basically the bottom seeds in the West. Because the East is already predetermined pretty much. So it comes down to the West. And we've had two weeks now of games. Okay, All teams have played that are in the bubble. They've played their games. And we have a little bit of a clearer picture, playoff picture, right? We right. kind of, we, we know most of the teams. Yeah, most of the teams are pretty locked in. And uh, what, what they're doing is that, you know, if you're not familiar with how the NBA works, is the eight teams in the East, eight teams in the West, they're doing a playing game. So the ninth seed will play the eighth seed this weekend uh, to determine who becomes the eighth seed. And then the playoffs will begin how everybody knows it, one versus eight two versus seven and so on. So uh, the eight seeding games are going to be complete tonight on Thursday. This weekend, you'll have the number eight playing the number nine, kind of like a college basketball system where you're playing in for the opportunity to lose to the Lakers in the first round. Hey, right? man, come on, man. So, the Lakers haven't been looking so good. You never know. Right, you know. It's dame time, man. Yeah, they've been playing possum. You know, all these, like, shitty teams, you know, they're they're doing a lot of, you know, a lot of... Uh, so so all these teams that are kind of scrapping around trying to get in. Right. You think it's just uh, dog food, dog shit. Lakers just going to trample all over them, right? Well, Is that well I mean, I... It'll, it'll probably go to six, right? It'll probably be a 4-2 series. So I'm not saying they're going to just walk through them, but... You know, for instance, like the the Phoenix Suns are going to go through the entire. Actually, they have gone through the entire eight game seating undefeated. So they won every game, but it wasn't enough because they didn't do a good enough job during the regular season before to get in. So is a team like that? Are they really a threat to the Lakers, the Clippers, the the top teams? Like no, I don't think so. But again, since they did this whole seed in seeding tournament thing. It kind of made it a big story. If this was a regular season and it's 82 games, do we really care down the stretch to find a five games who gets the eighth or ninth seed? No, because ninth seed wouldn't matter. 
eighth seed really it'd be inconsequential. It is a rare occasion in the NBA where the eighth seed goes anywhere. That is true. And I think the only reason we even care a little bit is because we haven't had basketball for so long. Right. We're starving for something. And in this case, the team that is most uh notable at this point that's vying for this is the Portland Trailblazers because Damian Lillard has been playing like MVP levels right he has been playing great now is it too small sample size I mean he's it is it is but I think people would be excited to see Damian Lillard in the playoffs because already so far he's had some trash talk and some shit talking with the Clippers Right. right he's hit a couple of big shots he's he's already had games of 50 and 60 plus points right Right, so he's he's averaging almost I think like 37, 38 points throughout the he's, the seeding games. Right. Okay, he's had a pretty good stretch. He's interesting, right? He's exciting to watch, right? So I think people would favor that if Portland goes in, at least it's something entertaining to watch. Now I will say that they've tried to make it advantageous for the eighth seed, because before going into this, the Grizzlies were up by four games, and so it was a little bit unfair to the Grizzlies to have eight games to determine the final seeds. Right. So if whoever becomes a ninth and eighth seed. The ninth seed team has to win two games in a row out of three. Eighth team, eighth seed team only has to win one game. That's it. So that's the other advantage you get. Not only are you, you get the advantage of being an eighth seed, but you only have to win one game. And the other team has to beat you twice. But, you know, there has to be, an, I mean, in under normal circumstances, the ninth seed would not have any opportunity to play in. This is this is kind of a system that I came up with when we were that doing bullshit the fantasy, right? System. Basically, it's like if in fantasy football, if somebody was going to be out anyways, but then you let them in and you kind of gave them bad odds, you can't complain about it because you were otherwise out of it, right? So this ninth seed can't, they have no, no leg to stand on because otherwise, if it wasn't for this benevolent, they would be out. Right. So yes, I don't think, right. uh, for example, right now, the Spurs, the Blazers, the Suns, the Grizzlies, these are all teams that are vying for these spots. I think the Grizzlies have locked up a spot because they won right. today. Right. I think it pretty much locked. Yeah, so yeah. And the, the Blazers and Grizzlies are probably the two teams that are going to face off, right? And the Blazers, probably if the season would have played out 82 games, they probably wouldn't have made it because, you know, uh, Yusuf Nurkic, their center, he was out right. for most of the season. He came back. Carmelo slimmed right, down. This, did vi- the this virus bought the, the Blazers some time. Yeah. yeah, so it worked out for them, right? So that's kind of the bottom tier there. Um, I wanted to take a little tangent because this is just a personal soapbox point I right. wanted to make. Right. But Luka Doncic. Yes. Right? Great the player. first week of play, he was kind of the guy. Before Lillard went off the last week, right. it was Luka because he was triple-double. You know, they were looking great. I mean, they've already, they already have like a historic level offense efficiency-wise, even pre bubble okay during the regular season so they're a legitimate offensive team okay nobody i think thinks they're really going to advance far but luca has been tearing it up okay he's averaging a triple double since everything restarted these eight games and he was almost averaging a triple double before right right? so that's nothing new anything luca wise anything you've seen that shows you something luca is kind it's like a poor man magic johnson a great passer, you know, none of that cheap stuff that Harden does, right? According to I some was actually going to compare him to James Harden <laughs> a little bit because they're neither are like super athletic in terms of their jumping ability, but both of them are very shifty. They're very smart. They have great footwork and they find like when I watched, I remember when I first watched Luca really play, he was a rookie. He was playing against the Clippers, one of his first games. And I, and this was when they had Avery Bradley and Patrick Beverly on the team. Okay. Top two perimeter defenders or before Paul George was there. So I was like, you know what? I wonder what he's going to do. Because I know they're going to give it to him, right? They're going to take it to him. So they were going at him so hard, like just fronting him, trapping him in the corner. Every opportunity, the guy just in his grill, right? And he handled it all. He was doing behind-the-back dribbles. He didn't care. I mean, he played professional ball. I know, but still, like you would think faced under that type of scrutiny. And they were out to embarrass him. Like, I don't know if, if for basketball junkies, not even a junkie, but years ago, there was Linsanity, right? And, and uh, he had a good three weeks, and yeah. then they, they clamped down on him. The Heat. He played the Miami Heat, and the Miami Heat were like, you know what? Nah, this guy, he's a chump. He ain't nobody. And that game, Dwayne Wade, LeBron picked him up every time. They and made full him pressure, right. Yeah, and he was, court. Yeah, they were on him the whole game. And he was game. giving up the ball before half court. He did not want to bring the ball up court, right? So I thought, yeah, this is what Lucas. By gonna, the way, on that point, they're banana boat buddies. I bet you Melo asked uh, LeBron and uh, Wade to embarrass his own teammate. Yeah, because they had too that much of a shine. weird yeah. beef or whatever. Right. I'm sure there was a little bit of that going on. But I thought Luca was going to be like that because, you know, you just don't know with these players. But he, 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 he is, I mean, he's bigger than... Uh, so you couldn't, like, do what they did 
to Lynn, right? He's a no, no. I, 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 I'm right. not comparing that like that, right. and, and it's not just because neither of them are black and whatever. It's not that a comparison. But my greater point was, I'm bringing Luke into this conversation because I'm a Hawks fan. Okay, primarily I'm a Lakers fan. Okay, right. now nobody hate on me for that. I'm an Atlanta fan for everything else, but Lakers are my team. Okay, pre Kobe, rest in peace. This was back Nick the Quick Van oh, Exel days. Right, okay, yes. but. I know that there's a discussion here. When you compare two players, player A, player B, in this case, I'm going to go Trey Young and Luca. okay? So when you got Trey Young, player A, which I'm a fan of, right, hometown guy, right. and you got Luca, player B. So whenever someone touts up and hypes up player B and it makes you feel some type of way. Which happens a lot. Which happens a lot, right? right. Everybody's basically They're trashing Trey. Right. And, and he's he, an empty stat guy, and Luca's the MVP guy, and they screwed up, right? So it makes me feel a, some type right. of way. Get very defensive, yeah. And what I realize is this is your insecurity speaking because you know they're kind of right. Right. So there's a so, kernel of truth, at least. There's a the, kernel of truth. So I'll, I'll take it back to rest in peace, the black mamba Kobe Bryant. I'm a huge Kobe Bryant guy. When he was in the mid 2000s, late 2000s, he was this is post Shaq. Post Shaq, he was putting up thirty-five plus. Post Shaq pre-titles. Yep, so like two thousand six, seven, Parker eight, years. Yeah, those years he was carrying them. Right, LeBron was coming into his own. Right, LeBron was only a two, three. Yeah, LeBron was on the come player, up. Right? right, yeah, he was on the come up. And I remember everybody would be all up on LeBron's nuts. He's the guy, yeah. and I was like, no, Kobe, man, five rings. I made that silly argument that everybody makes. He's got the rings. He's got the rings. The longer it kept going. The more it was clearly obvious, if you weren't a homer, LeBron was a better player. But I kept holding on to things like, oh, he doesn't have the rings, or we'll see in 10 years when LeBron's been in the league for 15 years, we'll see how good he is. But I knew in my heart. I knew in my heart what the truth was. And about three or four years ago, when he was single-handedly carrying that Cavs team, maybe as even as like two, three years ago, and he put up that 55, that double nickel in game one, and J.R. Smith did the, the the clusterfuck brain fart. I was like, damn, this guy LeBron. Like, I can't believe I've shorted him all these years because I knew in my heart that's what the truth was. He makes teams better, LeBron. But, I mean, it's not like Kobe didn't have a a great career. So, like, it doesn't matter. Does, does your favorite player have to be the best? Like, They don't have to be the right. best. But what I'm saying is, and I, I have every right, every goddamn right, to repudiate these comments and go back on these comments if I want. Right. But, yes, as of right now, Luca is the better player than Trey Young, and I wish we would have drafted him. And I felt like that on draft night, but Trey's been so exciting for the last couple of years that I've been talking myself, maybe delusionally, into being like, well, we got the next Steph Curry, which we might have. We might, okay? But man, <laughs> Luca. Well, anyways, that was my little soapbox. And everybody, if you ever have a player that has nothing to do with the rooting interest of yours that you feel a negative way about, is probably exposing some type of insecurity. Right. Kind of like all the LeBron haters for all those years. They knew LeBron was the guy, but they just, they didn't want to admit how good he was, so they hated on him, right? right? And I think now he's got his, gotten his due, even from the Skip Baylesses of the world. People have given him a shred of respect, right. even his biggest hater. So the Luka thing really doesn't matter long-term. Yes, they're in the playoffs. They're going to be there, but, who, you know. So real quick, before we move on to the college football, who do you think right now, I know you're, a Lakers fan, but setting that aside, who do you think has the best chance of winning it all this year? It's really hard to say. Um, I've watched some of the bubble games, not many, but Lakers pretty much shut it down because they had the one seed right. locked up so last week. it's hard to week. tell, right. And not to go into a, a big detour, and I won't, but uh, Avery Bradley decided not to come to Orlando, right? Right. I think it might have been social justice reasons or fear of the coronavirus. I don't remember, but he said, you know what? I'm not going to show up. And that's kind of a big loss, like, it, it matters. He's probably their top perimeter defender. Right. I, I know it's not a good time to assess the team, but they seem very top-heavy. It's like LeBron, AD, and then just a bunch of scrubs. Caruso, that, baby, that, the bald yeah, mamba. Yeah. Scrubs, right? So it, it, it seems like, man, um, the, the Clippers, who, are, who is probably the next best team in the West, if not the best team in the West, they are pretty deep. They, they got a good bench. They, I mean, so, like, with the Lakers, they have to... Everything has to kind of fall in line. LeBron will give you two good games. AD will have to give you a third game. So now, for the fourth clinching game, you'll need some scrub to have a beast game. And who's going to... Rondo. Rondo's not going to be... Nope. That guy's done. So you're telling me 
you don't believe in the Lakers? I think the Lakers are going to win. Oh, then what was all that about, no, man? I'm just saying, like, on paper, it, lo- it looks like they are, like, you, you, can, you know, you can make the argument for the Clippers. The Raptors aren't getting their due, as people are saying. I think the know, Clippers so. are overall more talented, okay? Top right. to bottom. Yeah. But tell me the two best players in the series. You Lakers, Clippers. These two. Who are the two best players? I would say, ooh, that's actually pretty close. I would say, um, I would say LeBron is one, Kawhi is two, AD is three. So they have two of the top three players. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Paul George. In any combination, they would have the two of the. Yes, three, they yeah. would have two of the top three. Yeah. So Paul, I mean, yeah, that, that may be it. Yeah, that may be all that but, matters. But I think, that, I don't think that will be it because the the only reason why I think it's possible that, that the Clippers win is because they are deeper. Right, and so if a, a player, so basically both LeBron and AD would have to be on the entire series. Yeah, typically I would say that that doesn't matter, but I think the Raptors last year kind of proved it. I mean, the Warriors were banged up. Okay, so let's that's right. not an asterisk, right. but you know, disclaimer. But the Raptors were deep, right? I mean, they had Fred Van yeah, not Vliet. Not only were they deep, but they, they got a lot of good games out of the Van Vliet's of the yeah, world. You know? that, so, so they they no proved Van Vliet with the Lakers. Yeah, so basically this has to be the. It has Kuzma, to be. man, you're underselling Kuzma, man. I'm telling you, he's shooting fifty percent from three during these seeding games. He's like what? What that guy from the? Pacers? He's tall TJ and he can Warren? shoot. Uh, like he's 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 okay. Yeah. If the if the Lakers are gonna win, which I'm gonna stick with, uh, it's gonna be because LeBron and AD are dialed in the entire series. Well, enough about propping up the NBA and speaking so eloquently and positively about them. Let's give you something that you can shit on. Right. College football. Yes. Well, Set the I mean, stage, man. What, what What is going on as of today? What is going on in the world of college football? Are we playing? Are we not playing? Who's playing? Who's not playing? What's going on? So there's a so there's some chaos in college football because there is there are five big conferences, the Big Five, right? So you have the ACC, SEC, the Big Ten, Big Twelve, and the Pac twelve. So you have five conferences spanning the whole country. I thought there was only one conference that mattered. Well, S- in the e- South, C. yes, right, but. Over the whole country, there are five. Two of them, the Big Ten, which covers the Midwest and the Northeast, and the Pac-12, which covers the, the West Coast, they just said it's not worth the effort. This is, after all, an amateur sport. This is extracurricular activity. These are not professional athletes. They're getting a lot of reports where there are potential adverse effects to people's hearts and long-term problems so they're like what are we doing we're there, there's a sorry to interrupt there there's a condition right a specific condition that some doctors have claimed can be exacerbated right. by football right. contact sports so apparently this was presented to the big 10 presidents and the pac-12 presidents and they based on that information and i assume based on the lawyers that they spoke to the liability was such that if you know this information and you proceed and then somebody, something bad happens to somebody, then if you're sued, they're going to say, you knew this, you exposed them to harm, and there was harm, and now you're responsible for it. So they said, because of that, it's not worth it. They threw out the idea that they're going to try for a spring football season that's just like you know that's when, that's like kicking a can down the road let's worry but about it also later. it's basically like when you're giving somebody bad news you kind of say you know it's like maybe you know like hey we're gonna break up but like maybe you know we can stay friends yeah, I suck enough dick maybe i get tired of them i'll come <laughs> back to you right so you're just kind of letting them that so there's because it's it, the logistics would be weird because but but what there's no harm in keeping it open-ended you right, can just right. later just be like say, oh well right, all right it didn't work out because yeah maybe you know the, the the russians maybe they did find the vaccine you know they cut a few corners but what if they got lucky right and then they spread it and everybody gets the, the vaccine we're back to normal by Christmas. And I then, mean, this is what <laughs> right. the country of America has done. We've kind of kicked the can right, out of the right, 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 cross right, our fingers. Right. It's going to work eventually. And if it does. Well, I mean, what we've done is we're trying to basically bullshit our way through. Yeah, we've, the, the we've uh, right. figuratively kept playing football while the virus right. is raging. So on. basically, so now we have this. So the, the thinking was, uh, and this is all happening this week. The thinking was, if... These two conferences, and these are not some chump, con- I mean, the Ohio State, Michigan, these are like top tier schools. You the know? big boys. USC out west. So these are not, this is not some like mid 
you know, major, you know, so these are two big conferences and a lot of the fans do not like this. Right. So it's not like, Oh, the sec is the only conference that counts and everybody else is just dicking around. These are conferences that take this seriously. Yeah. But they are arg- received- arguably conferences that obviously sec Baba Bell country will disagree with, but they take their football just as right. almost as seriously right. as we do down I here. I mean, I understand there's a stereotype about the sec being whatever, but I would challenge anybody from Alabama and Georgia to tell somebody at Ohio State and Michigan that they don't care about their college football. Yo, that's the hamster's views, not mine. Right. You come at him. <laughs> but no, seriously, it, it, they, they care about, you know, this stuff. So what the question that I have is what is it that what information did they receive there that people in the ACC and the SEC, I would assume, also received, but they took it differently to say, well... Maybe it's not so bad. Are they? Is their risk tolerance such that they're like, if a couple of players die, then so be it? Or if a couple of... Because co- I'm thinking, my theory, no player is going to oh, have... Oh, if Saban would to get it? No player is going to die. But some of these coaches are not... They're, they're, you know, these people are not young. There are a lot of coaches that are out of shape. They're old. Assistants. People's parents. So, like, the thing I, about these... I, I, what I don't understand diseases, is uh, the ACC and the SEC, right? They've they're still sort of kicking the can down the road. They haven't, they basically saying, we're still going to go some changes, but we're still going to go. I mean, how are they going to protect anything? Have they even said like our coaches going to be wearing no masks? Pl- there's no real plan. Are they going to be coaches coaching from the press box? Right. Like, I don't, I'm not sure what they're doing, but there's no real coherent plan there. They be, I mean, at least in the sec, they pushed it back to late September. Oh, the kickoff. Yeah. So I think the first week is September 26th. Maybe they got inside information on the vaccine. How about that? Maybe. I doubt it because if we look at the some of the high schools here in Georgia, how they've operated, they kind of walked in thinking maybe hey man, it's don't not make so us bad. look worse than we already look nationally. Right. Okay. So I'm just saying, like I, I think, and what's weird is like this is a, a a thing that can't be overlooked. The NHL and the NBA were mid season when the virus hit, so they were directly they were caught unawares. Right. Mm-hmm. They regrouped. And a few months later, they decided bubble, and so far, so good, right? Both leagues are doing good because they're in the bubble. Nobody's tested positive since they've clamped down, right? Needless to say, no matter how much we shat on it beforehand, we right. thought it was a terrible idea, the bubble idea, it works. It works. Not only does it work, I believe the Major League Baseball, they want to clamp it down for the playoffs because they don't want the disruptions that they're getting during the regular season because— the Cardinals or the Marlins, all these teams are getting, you can't have that in a, you know, National League Championship Series or, you know, the World Series, right? All it takes is your ace pitcher to be infected. Your series is over. Yeah, you're done. So basically, I think they're considering now to say, let's employ the bubble for the playoffs stretch, right? Well, we can lose a few games here and there during the 60-game bullshit season, right? But during the playoffs, we need to clamp down. Those rosters are a lot smaller than college football there is no league that has so many players so the there are so many variables so now you have 85 to 100 players versus 25 in baseball and 12 to 15 in basketball right so there are so many players so so many more players and then there are so many more teams going around added to that these are 18 to 21 year olds they don't give a fuck like their risk tolerance is like yeah, ain't gonna, shit. yeah, ain't shit gonna happen to me, right? So not only are they dicking around with each other, they go back to campus, and a lot of these campuses are almost enforcing that people go there because they want they don't want to lose out on their uh, tuition fees and all these things, right? So now on campus there are there are students, on campus there are these student athletes. So man, you know, I bet the people, for example, not that I'm using these guys because uh, they're an arch rival of mine or nemesis, but the University of Georgia. Right. They may be thinking, you know, their AD and their presidents is like, hey, we close down the bars, we shut down the restaurants, we good. Right. But I've been to plenty of party on the UJ campus. House parties are going to be yeah. prolific. Because- Every, anybody and everybody will be throwing pool parties, house parties, and you will not be able to enforce anything. And people will be even more undeterred right. about social distancing because they'll just, it's a house party. Right. What are you going to do? You have to be shoulder to shoulder with everybody. And there's no bartender. You go up to the keg, you go up to the cooler, and you pour yourself you do, a drink. Yeah, and basically, and also, humans are very, like, they, they kind of fall back into their old habits. So if you're in a setting familiar to you, a house party, you're not going to be 
practice. You just go, like, this feels like how it used to be. And then people are just going to engage. Again, you know, if you're drinking alcohol, you're speaking very loudly, you're blathering about. Yeah, so there's it's, no, it's, no, it's, no self-control. So, so let me ask you this. Two scenarios. On one hand, something goes horribly wrong, right? Don't you dare say that, Ham. Right? Something goes horribly wrong where somebody has a heart issue or, God forbid, somebody dies. So like Sanford and Son. Elizabeth, I'm coming. Right. Elizabeth, right. right in the middle of the so field. The about a- to do a dance like Deshaun Jackson. Right. In zone. Elizabeth. So the ACC, SEC, Big 12, one of these teams, somebody, a player, a coach, somebody gets it. Bad reaction. They die. What happens? I mean, you just... You, you do what you do the play that you love to do the most in football. The two plays. You either kneel right. and just let the clock run out and right. say, we tried. Or you punt it, postpone, and say, hey, in like two weeks, a month, we'll pick it right back up and fingers crossed. Right. You. I mean, there's no coming back. I don't know. I mean, the season would ha- obviously have to be canceled. But they'll it, probably cover it up. It'll be like COVID gate. They'll just be like, ah, oh, you know, but, stuff but happened. But by the very fact that two of the five conferences said we foresee this potential outcome hey man they're hoity-toity west coasters up northerners they're yankees they don't know we're southerners we know better it's going to come across as oh my god you guys put these kids who aren't getting paid by the way into harm's way and then something horrible happened that's one scenario what worst case the lord shall protect us in the bible belt we are immune to infection that's one possibility another possibility is the, the the conferences go through with it and it goes through without incident. They just luck out. How long will it take to recover recruiting-wise for the Big Ten and the Pac-12? Yeah, because, you know, you think, like, right now it sounds like a good recruiting pitch. We care about our athletes. Right. We didn't want them to get right. in trouble. You sound sensible, yeah. We care but about then, kids, yeah. But then you, you, you fast forward to, like, a year from now, and... Old Miss has won the title because right. they didn't have to play an out-of-conference schedule. Right. And everybody, By the way, if there's anybody winning the title, it's got to be Georgia. This okay. be the year if Georgia, Georgia wins, win. right. now you're competing. Kirby's up there like, hey, we won. And you're the Pac-12. You're Oregon. And you're saying, hey, but we were really safe and we care about the well-being of your children. Right. Who do you think that player is going to? He's going to Georgia. Exactly. You don't give a shit that right. you were careful right. and considerate. Right. And they can, they can play up their SEC's obnoxious motto. It just means more, you know, like. Dude, man, I don't care if there's a pandemic, we're going to play, you know. So I think of the two unlikely scenarios, I do kind of see the conferences getting lucky and nothing happening. Man, come on. Let, let's be honest. Let's just be real. This shit is not happening. There oh, is yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. no college yeah. football there's being no, played, yeah, right? right? This is just fodder. Right. Do you think? We're okay, wasting our breath so here. So basically, so they were kind of going through the different, because these are choices made by the presidents of these schools. And Michigan State has like, an infectious disease doctor, and this, and it's not, to, it's not to say these other conferences don't. I mean, the SEC has Vanderbilt. I mean, they have schools here too, so they must be in the SEC tuning out sound advice by medical professionals, right? So, do you think that they have uh, brought in that witch doctor to advise them in the SEC? How can you have all these conferences hear the same information and two out of the five say, "Fuck that." That's when you conveniently leave your name out. You know, they, they interview the Pac-12 and they're like, oh, we had so-and-so such renowned doctor of name A, B, right. and C right. come out and tell us about the risk. Right. And then you get like LSU come up there and they're like, yeah, you know, we got a guy. And they told us. Right. It's all good. <laughs> and like, they're like, for real, they're like a real doctor. Yeah, they, yeah, they got a degree. I, yeah. You want me to show you their degree? I'll show it if I have to. <laughs> and everybody, SEC, all the reporters and the students would be like, hey, that's, that's good enough for me. Right. They said we can play ball. Right. And they're like, can we be in the stadium? Right. Mm, okay, can we tailgate? Right. You know what? It doesn't matter. We're going to start drinking at 8 a.m. anyways. It right. does not matter. By the way, is this a legitimate title? Yeah, man. It's mostly it's, SEC it's teams anyway a, in the BCS. It's not a legitimate title. Why not? If it ends up being no. Auburn and Alabama, come on. It's not going to count. I think it's not going to count. Oh, of course it's going to count, man. Are you kidding me? You, it's not like, Are you telling me Georgia Tech's title in 1990 that was shared No, Colorado didn't were count? Were there two conferences that weren't playing? No, but I would it's have... It's not going to count. There also, are people out there, haters, who would have you believe that our title isn't as important I don't even, as others. I, I haven't looked into this. Do you think that there's any way for a player in one of the conferences that are out to transfer and get an exemption in time to play? Only if they have a racially insensitive comment <laughs> yeah. thrown right at them. And... 
how ironic is it that he races his way out of the SEC and into the Big Ten? Justin Fields, right? Now he can't play. Yeah, that's when they'll be like, boy, <laughs> you can't leave now. You can't get two exemptions. <laughs> that's right. Because, yeah, Justin Fields uh, was playing for Georgia. He, tr- he got out of it by coming up with some sort of story about how a racist wanted him on the field, right? So it was kind of a weird... He was yeah. racist, but he also wanted him to play, right? And so he was able to get out of the sitting out a year, and now he's at the Ohio State, and there's no season. So now he's kind of in a pickle. Um, but we'll see what happens. I think by the time we get to the next episode at the end of the month, I would assume by then we'll have a, a, a clearer picture. You know, and I think Man, I hope I hope there's something else to talk about because the NBA will still be doing its thing. It'll be right. in the playoff. Right. But man, it'd be nice to have a little football. Right. I mean, I know it's not gonna work and if they can't make it work successfully, it may not even be worth trying. But it'd be nice to have a little NFL, right. a little college. I mean, and, and I think I don't know. somebody suggested that the reason why the SEC pushed it back to the end of September is it allows the NFL to go about two, three weeks in. So if things fall apart in the professional league, then that's probably can, why the NFL's been so quiet. Then they can kind of see like, oh man, if they can't make it work in the NFL, it's going to fall apart in college football. You know, so maybe that's what, why they're kind of scheduling it that way. Okay, so moving on. Hey, I got an ad read, man. We got another sponsor. Can you oh. believe it? I don't know. Hey, I got to give a big shout out to my salesman. <laughs> He's doing a beast job. How big job. is our marketing team? That's uh... As of right now, it's one person. <laughs> it should not be named. But they've done a bang up job getting these sponsors. We're... Now, this product. I know last week we talked about the neck pad. Okay, the neck pad's legit. Okay? Jot your ideas down on your neck. Can't it's go awesome. wrong right there. This idea, though. This is another genius invention. You might like it. You want to know just a little bit more about it? Go ahead. Because you haven't heard this ad read. So you don't I know mean, how I amazing this product the, the is. the last ad read. Yeah, I'm out of the loop on these things. But yeah. So, hamster. These are highly flammable times that we live in. Flammable in what way? Like just like the social unrest and things like that? People having hard times, man. Okay. Oh, the, all, the poorness. Okay. Yeah, everything. We all need to take a bit of a chill pill, no? <laughs> this is a perfect time. Is this a marijuana uh, ad? Nope. Okay. This is a perfect time to kick our crusty feet up, take a deep breath, and enjoy a cold one. Have you ever overpaid for a cooler that falsely claimed to keep your drinks cool from tailgate to halftime all the way to the after party? Right? You got your cold Coors Light Blue Mountains, and right. then all of a sudden they're gray and dusty. What, right? are, what are we talking about? A 12 hour window? A 10 hour window? All day window. Have you ever had a cooler day. you overpaid for that couldn't deliver? I never overpaid for a cooler, but yes. Well, room temperature Jaeger bombs. Our thing in the past <laughs> with the sweater chest. So, wait a minute. This is not a cooler. It is a cooler. It's a room temperature cooler? The sweater chest is lined with the finest of cashmere, sourced from the grimiest of slums in the foothills of the Himalayas. The sweater chest also has Chromecast built in to stream your favorite episodes of Peppa the Pig or the West Wing. Act now to get your sweater chest before they sell out. Quantities are unlimited. Unlimited. Demand is non-existent. <laughs> the product ain't real. Okay. I, w- I was almost sold because it's not a bad idea. It's a cooler right. with a sweater. But won't you look portly? No, no. The cooler has the sweater. But you're, on- you're, you're not... No, you're wearing. not wearing it. No, no. It just has a nice cashmere-lined sweater uh, to keep it even cooler. Okay. So it's, uh, it looks like a cooler. And it's a fashion statement. Cashmere. It is a statement. Cashmere. Yes. <laughs> Costanza would be proud. There's no like red dot or anything on this, right? It's like a clean. No, cashmere. no. It is clean okay. from the grimiest of slums in the foothills of the Himalayas, okay? Right. I would say act now, but... Unlimited quantity. Unlimited so, quantity. Yeah, Demand is non existent. Take your time. Yeah, take your time. This is, uh, you can do all the time. All right, so we just got a couple more uh, topics to cover before we end this week. So, Erpin, I am in the market for a new phone. Finally. Wait, right. a new phone phone or a new iPhone? A new n- any phone. Because anytime someone that has an Apple product First wants all, a new phone, can, that can, means I just want a new iPhone. Can I just say, let the record show. I have you. I have used all different carriers, right? all the the four big ones. Uh, I've had 
an Android phone. I've had an iPhone. Probably a BlackBerry. I, for, Rest in peace, BlackBerry right. so, Storm. But but uh, yeah. So but in, in in as far as time, it's probably I would say in equal measure. But now it's been tipped over to iPhone. So like if you count of the trader over the last. 14 years i've probably had an iphone for eight years and then i've had an android for six years so it's like not that far off right but for in the recent past i've had exclusively an uh, an iphone because i just don't like the fragmented universe you like the iphone you're Again, used to it i've Status had quo. many different phones right but in the recent past i've had the iphone 6 until my car was engulfed in flames mm-hmm survived the flames and then the firefighters doused it with water did not survive the water right so the iphone 6 died by water then i got the iphone 7 which i still have i got this three years ago so i've had this one year old phone when i got it for three years so it's been around for four years it's showing its age so what slower battery not only the slower uh it kind of freezes up if you, i do a lot of uh a lot of uh, I save a lot of articles on my Google Keep, so I it sh- freezes when you try to save an article. Yes, it is. It is <laughs> like I say. This is like this is like the Joe Biden of phones. Very, it's like, like an yeah. eighty year old secretary right, 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 that no right. longer it's, can it's uh, there, take yeah, notes. Very, yeah. So whatever I decide, you may think I'm gonna fall back into Homerism, right? But whatever I get, I need I need, I need another phone, right? So there are two paths. One is to continue to do what I normally do, which is like how. Clark Howard would say, buy a one or two or three-year-old used car, right? Like, yeah. Which is, if you follow that model, just buy a one-year-old phone. Because these top-tier phones are, what are we talking about? 1100 1200 Oh, yeah. It's 1000 plus. 1000 plus, right? For a flagship. For a flagship phone. And they've been going in that direction for a while, right? Um, I, I was laughed with uh, Google when they had the Nexus phones. Nexus 4, Nexus 5. Man. Right? What a great phone. And what were they? Like in the four or 500? Yeah, that was actually... They released those Nexus line of phones. They were considered developer phones. So really, they released them because people that made Android apps could test on a phone that was running native Android. So that's how it started. So it was available to consumers, but it, it was a primarily consumer phone. That's how the project started as a developer phone, okay. but it but it became popular and they commercialized it. But still at its heart, it was a developer's phone. That's why it was so cheap. They didn't use the top end hardware, okay. but it was smooth, right? We right. both had the Nexus 4. Yeah, right. It was it an was, awesome phone. Right. It's a great phone. And then... I think it was a Nexus 6 because the Nexus 5 was similarly priced. And yeah. then from the Nexus 6 on, it was getting to the 6, 7, 8, Yeah, they tried to, right? they, Google has tried over the last five years to become the Apple of Android. Right. Right. Whether they admit it or not, whether any Android fanboy will admit that, it is the truth. This is what they've done with the Pixel line, right. which is, I think, one of the phones you're thinking about, right? They right. just announced. Right. Because it's the closest thing to the Nexus, right? I, I'm not going to get... Those the flagship. Samsung things or whatever. If I'm going to get another phone, it's going to be like in the Pixel world, right? Because to me, I just want the closest thing to a stock phone. I don't you don't want, want those like Samsung phones that are bendy yeah, like a Russian flip. gymnast? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah, yeah. No, that? I don't like that. So why not get the latest or close to latest iteration of the iPhone? Now, it's not, it's going to be more than budget because even a one-year-old right. iPhone will be So, yeah. So pricey. I don't know what the next... I've kind of lost... The, the 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 thread here as far as the naming because it used to be three three g three g s four you know but now it's like some other shit right so i don't know access 10 right R, right, right. and then the, i think samsung skipped like 10 numbers or whatever right so everybody's all over the place with the numbers but so right now what we have is all of, every flagship is going higher and higher on price they just kind of and there hasn't really been any new technology like the batteries are a little bit better but they're not significantly better right yeah marginal return right. diminishing returns right. at this point but they're still the prices are still creeping up so i thought that the era of the three four five hundred dollar phones brand new phones were out but this year in the last couple of months the iphone had their se even hoity-toity, nose up in the air, finger checking for right. the temperature in right. the air, Apple right. released a sub-$500 yeah, you would phone. never consider that the I, Apple is a price-conscious kind of company, but they released a phone that was like $399, $400. The Google has their 
whatever A, right? The 4A. Right. So they had their 3A, which was highly thought of, and now they released their 4A, and it's, I think, about $50 cheaper. $349. Right. So those are good prices. Now, the thing is, I would imagine that if they're cutting corners, the corners, I would like them to cut personally. This is totally different than what most consumers are. I would like any company to cut corners when it comes to the camera because I have no use for cameras, right? I, Yo, you about to get I, booted off this show, man. I recently looked at my uh, phone and, you know, every phone has this, you know, Google Photos or whatever. It'll kind of break down the type of data you have, you know, videos and this. 90% of what I have saved are screenshots. My goodness. Right? Screen- and you don't need a camera for that. Right. So you don't need a camera for that, right? So maybe so- you should get the phone with the best screen right. since you're taking right. screenshots. Because I, no, I, I need something that has a good clipboard. Like a good clipboard. And none of these things have a good clipboard. But anyways, from what I gather, the Pixel... You need the st- neck pad. That's what you right. need. <laughs> the Pixel still has a decent enough camera. The SC, I think... Is no, not no, no, not decent. Right. The Pixel has a flagship camera. This camera... So they on- didn't skimp on the camera. This is the whole reason the Pixel 3a, which for people out there, and I know probably 1% of everybody knows this because nobody buys Pixel products. If you, you know how you can tell when a product is selling? Right. You go out in public and you look around. That's true, yeah. And if nobody got that shit, like ain't fo- nobody buying phones it. Phones are like cars. You know people have a lot of Hondas, right? But nobody got any some Geo Metros or whatever, right? Yeah, like, got- like when our boy Mikey Mole, right. he <laughs> well, floated around the idea of getting a Honda Element. <laughs> And, you know, I shat on him. I was like, yo, nobody has an element. You but shat on him. I believe it was a consensus opinion. It was a consensus. But yeah. then, I don't know why, everywhere I turned, I you saw the Honda element. And I was like, this guy, he's got a point. He was ahead of his time. I mean, that's why he's he's, got, he's racking up the, the, the followers on Instagram. Oh, yeah. He's he's famous. He Insta-famous. Yeah, right. We'll have him on the podcast right. soon so he but, can kind but of yeah, you're self-promote. Right. I mean, usually... When you drive a car, you notice other similar cars. Maybe that's how it is. Like, if you're black, you see other black people. If you're Indian, you see... Yeah, you notice them. They stand out. Right. So, it's kind of like that. But you're right. Most of the time, you see people, they have iPhones. Nobody has a Pixel, okay? I have one. And people still to this day... Can you easily tell? Yeah, they have a very unique design. You can tell right off the bat. Isn't it just a slab if not for the case? No, but it has the the previous iterations of the Pixel had a two tone design on the back, so you right, could that's tell. What I'm saying, but like if you're wearing, if you got a a, a case on it, yeah, you 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 can't really tell because most people mistake it for the iPhone. Okay. So I've had that a lot. People see the front of the phone and they're like, "Oh, right. is that an iPhone?" Right. Okay. Greater point being, the Pixel is a great product line for anybody that wants to get Android. Okay, Samsung is. It's overpriced. It's good. It's also an Android phone, but yeah. Yes, it is an Android phone. But if you take a $1,200 Samsung and you take this $349 Pixel 4a, that 4a will beat the Samsung in pictures. In the Better quality. No, not in the screenshots. Oh, I think you're talking about like pictures? Actually, the Samsung will be better because they have like ultra LED. They make the best panels. Right? <laughs> Samsung makes panels for Apple phones like that. They're not going to be beat. So for you, okay, maybe yeah. the $1,200 well, phone will be the way to go to support <laughs> your unhealthy habit of screenshots. Unhe- First of all, how many fucking pictures do you need of a food or whatever? Right? Just like the, the screenshots are where it's at. It's like, like you walking around a room and everybody's like, hey, man, have you ever had an addiction fought it? One guy's like, yeah, cocaine. One guy's like, yeah, alcohol. One guy's like, yeah, man, a heroin. Then somebody's like, yeah, it's a highlight markers. I used to sniff the shit right. out of them. People are like, dude, <laughs> that is not the same. Right. That is, You can't claim addiction to that versus what we got. Right. So if they're not cutting corners with the camera, why is it? seven eight hundred dollars cheaper is a battery is a the processor like what is cheaper processor which is in a way unnoticeable to the average user you're not going to know but it's also more battery efficient wait a minute so if i were sharing a lot of you're not going to know day-to-day use google keep articles you'll be all right you're not going to notice first year maybe you're not going to notice camera is it's the same imager it's the same camera they use on their pixel flagship line okay so the camera is identical so like the, they've so taken side by camera side identical processors a little cheaper battery a little cheaper battery is smaller in terms of size but it's better because more efficient the processor than the pixel 4 smaller is better smaller is better if the cpu supports let's, let's talk iphone right without getting too technical right, right, the iphone right. has always that's had true. the smallest right, batteries right. yeah because they always but they they don't, nobody cares about right. that's specs. true yeah because if you because it's efficient if anybody like googles these when they do the benchmark test the google phones are always have whatever the milliamp and all everything is like higher oh, i mean four thousand forty five hundred right. five thousand milliamp hour batteries when, and then you got the iphone flagship will be like three thousand right right if which is ridiculous yeah and, and but then if you if you if you put it through 
the test, if you put it through its paces, the iPhone is able, maybe because it's like everything's interconnected. It's not like these different parts trying to communicate. So yeah, I'm, right. not, I'm not going to be willy nilly. I'm not going to be Mr. Hedgin toeing the line. I'll tell listeners right now, if you want to get an Android phone, get the Pixel. It's the cheapest option, the 4A. It's going to be the best so option. You would recommend the 4 You would not say wait until... Forget Samsung. Is, is the, no, I'm saying you wouldn't say is the 5 coming? 5 is going to be released in the fall. It's probably what are we talking be about? at like least thousand dollars. No, no, no. I think the last one was released roughly around the eight nine hundred dollar mark. I think they learned because nobody bought that shit but me. Because of the price. I mean, it's nobody cares about a Pixel phone, and definitely they're not going to play close to a thousand for it, right? So I think this year the Pixel Five will probably be like six hundred bucks. Well, it, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you then recommend to hold? Do you think that you're getting enough bang for your buck? If I'm, I'm going to be surprised if it's that low. But like, if let's say it is six hundred. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be better if you waited? No. If all you want, majority of people, let's be honest, majority of people that even iPhone users, what do you want? You want an easy interface to use. Right. You want something you're familiar with and you want good pictures. Let's just be honest. People that are not named Abdurrahman. Yeah. They don't care about yeah. all that. Stuff. They just want good picture quality and decent battery life right. and an okay phone. I mean, everybody's, yeah, I, I agree with the battery. And the Pixel 4 will fit the bill. So we'll see how it sells. I mean, that's a pretty good price, 350 Yeah, but, I mean, I don't think you're going to get iPhone people to convert. They're going to get the SE, which is very comparable, Yeah, which is $400. I guess, yeah, because, I mean... It doesn't take as good pictures as the Pixel. I, it I, doesn't. I, I, I would... I mean, my lane currently is to get, like, an iPhone, like, 11, or, like, whatever the last year's iPhone was. So I didn't convince you. Instead of an SE. No, because, like... If the biggest selling point of a Google phone is the camera, I have I literally have it's like a gay per, you're like trying to sell bosoms to a gay person. It doesn't mean anything to me. Not that I'm gay. I'm just saying this analogy. Um, it doesn't mean anything to me, right? So I have no uh, battery. You're telling me if uh, Jenna Jameson showed up at Swinging Richards, if Jenna Jameson everybody was a be camera, I would tell her to get the fuck out of here, <laughs> right? But because literally, I have no purpose. I have no use. I don't understand the concept. I prefer other people taking pictures. Then get get the iPhone SE. It's brand new. So what they do with the iPhone what? SE, they took the iPhone 8. Every design right, of the iPhone true. 8. That's true. I did hear the iPhone they 8. Literally, right. it is the same. Even but, okay, so cases the, for the iPhone the 8 iPhone will fit. iPhone SE, which is comparable to the iPhone 8 and is priced around the $400 mark, or I can get the iPhone, whatever last year's model was, the 11. I'm assuming I'm getting a little more processing power. I know you are poo-pooing the processing, but it's I It's a do, smaller phone. Do you want I, a smaller phone? I mean... iPhone SE is pretty small. It's like my phone. Yeah, but the iPhone 11 will be bigger. Yeah. Oh, there's no... This version? The iPhone SE is... iPhone SE is the smallest... It's, I think it's comparable to the... It's, it is the iPhone 8, but it's the smallest phone they had before they went up to the 10s and the 11s. The, the phones got bigger. Okay. So, I mean, it's not going to be... The 11s not going to be huge, but... But yeah, I don't, I don't like the, the goofy big phone. Well, just go to the store and try the iPhone. No, SC, no, no. I don't do that. Either. I just buy the phone, right? I don't mm-hmm. put too much thought into it. But I just want a phone that has a clipboard, that has a good processor. Go Android and, and give it two weeks, okay? Get an no, Android no, no, phone. No. Give it two weeks. We, uh, one of our uh, co-hosts, uh, I believe Binyam once uh, gave it two weeks, and he, and he was raving about it. And he crawled back into the iPhone world. Like a He said word. that's because some d- delay, yeah, shipping yeah, delay. That was his like, uh, exit strategy. Anyways, before we go... I do want to talk about this. Yeah, let's go off the reservation. Something random. We touched on this a little bit before, but... That's right. So, I personally, I am an AMC A-List member. And for those that don't know anything about AMC and A-List, you can pay a subscription and then you can watch any movies you want. Basically, the AMC A-List is through any movies, any format, 3D, 4D, 5D. Yeah, all they did was copy... Long live, rest in peace right. for the movie Oh, pass. that's right. Terrible business model, but good customer experience yes. when it was last And AMC right? has improved upon right. this, because and the they thing are profitable. Is, right. What was it called? MoviePass, right? Movie, oh, my so God. MoviePass was a, a company blind business model. So I could go to AMC, Regal. I can go to Art Cinema, which is down the, the street from me. It didn't matter. And it was at the little, little price for nine ninety nine. Basically, like... Cheaper than Netflix, right? And you can watch whatever movies you want. Yeah, you could even watch Bollywood movies with it. They That's didn't right. care. Yeah, yeah, they didn't matter. Right. They didn't care, yeah. So they were basically just had, had very, like, we'll cover it. Hey, man, sidebar. I'm yeah. not going to dwell too long on this, but, man, every now and then when I'm sitting at home you, you in mean, a quiet moment, just relaxing, trying to meditate, I think of MoviePass, yeah, man. I, it's, you, it's the one that got away. It was like, 
How long was it? was such a sensual, a lustful, just a, an amazing romance to have with the corporation. And you knew it was fleeting. You knew it wasn't going to last forever. And then to just have it taken away from you slowly, right? The drip was slow. But you, you, you can kind of see the feel. beginning of the end. But there was a period where it was working and it was great. There was nothing like it. I'm telling you, I may have to write a book on this or at least a documentary. I don't even remember how long it lasted. Maybe it was like 12 months, not even. However long it lasted, you literally could see any movie at any theater. It was a dumb business model, but what's it t- why do we care, right? It's like, let's just write it out until it stops. Oh, Anyways, man. a more sensible plan came about after the fact where Regal and AMC and other uh, uh, theaters thought we can c- control the cost if people just come to us, right? Because we can absorb some of the losses and then they come in and buy popcorn and whatever. We can make it work, right? So I signed up with AMC A-List and you can do three movies a week, which is a lot. No limitations. Any No blackouts. Right. The limitation is it has to be at an AMC. That sounds reasonable. Right? So I got it. I By the way, I don't think I mentioned in the first episode, I work for the government, right? So... I got it when the government shutdown started. Get bent tax, man. Right. So at the end of 2018, going into 2019, in the simpler times, there was a five-week government shutdown. And so I was like, this is a good time to get, because I can just go to the theater. And I think in the month of January, I've watched 12 movies in the month of January, right? It was a perfect time to watch as many garbage movies right. oh, as you could. Oh, and there was a lot of garbage. I mean, yeah. I, I, like, the app is so great. You can go back and you can see, oh, like, oh man, I watched that. Like, I've watched a lot of shit movies yeah. at, at the theater. Anyways, AMC, solid 2019. I had it the whole year. Solid 2020s. They build an AMC two miles from my location. I can ride my bike, right? Tantalizingly close. Very close, right? So this is like a perfect scenario. And then this virus happened. Everything closed. So they've been closed for the past five months. Did P. Diddy come in your email and say, we're shutting down the studio? <laughs> no, no. I was waiting for it. I was looking also. A even, little gif of him? I was looking even in my spam folder. Maybe <laughs> I missed something, right? So I didn't get that. But they said they're closed. They are now reopening August 20th, which is a week from tonight. Mm-hmm. The, they're opening 100 theaters across the country. Every theater except the new one that just opened is opening, right? So Phipps Plaza, AMC, you know, whatever the... Park. What are they going to be showing? So there's like that... There, there's basically a couple of new movies. Like there's that Russell Crowe, like Road Rage movie. <laughs> okay. Which is terrible, right? And then they're going to fill it out with just classics. Jurassic Park and this and this. So now, I don't know who would want to risk getting the virus to watch a movie that you can watch on HBO or Netflix, right? But there are people out there. Now, what's great about AMC is that AMC is basically saying you have until December. We're going to open in August, but you have until December to activate your account. Mm-hmm. So you're given all this time to see how it goes. And then once you want to dip your feet in the water, then it's going to start. But every a big budget movie is not running to be back at the theaters, no, right? No, because Mulan is out of the theater game. Muhu? Mulan, this Asian movie about some Asian woman doing some Asian things, right? Now, we're talking Asian, like uh, Oriental, yeah, China. Yeah, 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 Far East Asia. Yeah, right? not brown. Right, right, folks. not the South Asia. Yeah. This is the Far East Asia. And they just said, you know what, it's not worth the whole thing. Internationally, they're going to release in theaters, but in the North America market, they're going to off- offer it on Disney Plus. You're going to pay 30 bucks. 30 yeah, bucks. I saw that. That's like a Mike Tyson fight. But you right? get to keep it as long as you keep your Disney right, Plus right, membership. Right. But you're paying 30 bucks for a movie. But that's better than like I heard like for the trolls and stuff that were released. Those movies, not like tr- internet trolls, oh, but the, the movie the trolls, tro- World yeah. Tour or whatever. Troll, yeah, yeah. You bought it, but you only owned it for a day or two kind of. Yeah. And then you had to repurchase it. So if your kids were obsessed with this movie, you had to constantly keep repurchasing this. Maybe that's for, how they, they racked up the money. Probably. The thing but, is, but Mulan, uh, the idea is that you pay for it. And you first, it's gonna, you it, first it have can, to be a subscriber to Disney+. Plus. So you yeah. had to fork out five bucks mm-hmm. to get in. So you have to pay money to have the opportunity to pay some money. It's kind of like the uh, in sports, the the PSLs or whatever, the personal C licenses, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So you want to, you know, so you got to pay it to pay. But I, I, I do like, I will say, okay, 
you know, I have a young child at home, a baby. They don't watch any of this stuff, so it doesn't apply to me. But people with kids, apparently, when they watch these That's films, the only they want to watch right. them yeah. over and over and over. So the fact that if you have Disney Plus, right. you're paying a premium for this movie. Let's be honest. Nobody wants to pay $30 for an animated movie, okay? Right. But you do. It does stay in your library as right. long as you have Disney Plus. Counter, counterpoint. Every movie that comes out in theaters eventually comes out somewhere. Three months. Like the Pirate Four Bay? months. So what's going to happen is Mulan's going to come out Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. For the for pl- digital plus thirty dollars, yep. right? By Thanksgiving, it's going to be a regular showing on Disney Plus. So if you're a Disney Plus person, and man, you, can you tell your kids to wait? I don't have kids, so I don't know. But I would just lie to them. That's well, when you got to band together with every parent and say, "Not one of you better goddamn buy that thing. No, man, Let it, it come in November." If I were a cheap parent, I would I would pull the you know Chinese genocide card. You know, like man, we're we're on strike for three months because they're doing something to those uh, Uyghurs, right? So. When it comes out on a regular platform on Disney Plus, where it's just a regular freight. But okay, let, let okay, okay. Right. Counterpoint to right. your counterpoint, right. okay. $30 is a whole hell of a lot cheaper than taking a family of four to the movies. No, yeah, I, yes. Yes. So you, when push comes to shove, you rationalize every shit it decision makes you make. perfect sense if you are a family. It makes no sense if you're not a family. I mean, I look, let's be real. I wouldn't buy it. I'd wait to bootleg it or wait till it comes out for free, okay? I wouldn't. But th- we're going to see, right? Because every time Disney releases a movie, an animated movie, I'm always thinking... Who's watching this bullshit? Yeah, and I think, like, they went a little too far this time. Like, for example, okay, Moana. I saw the commercials of Moana. With your boy, The Rock? With my boy, The Rock. But I saw commercials and I said, I don't know, this is just different than a typical Disney movie. Maybe this one won't hit. It's a little too out there hawaiian princess all this but it banked yeah people love that movie people are so I, i've never seen it but so mulan I'm, mulan's already been made once right it's being remade but it doesn't matter they're smart because i mean this is gonna be the only thing out and the only kid movie that's gonna be out so we'll see i would imagine it do better than the trolls thing i mean the trolls cleared 100 mil yeah i would think it's not gonna clear 100 mil you don't think so i can i, I rescind that statement Schools are back. All the kids are going to be talking about it, whether it's virtual learning or in school learning. Like, yeah, we'll I think it's going to do well. We'll see. Yeah, but I mean, I, I w- what I'm going to consider is I'm going to wait until the guinea pigs because I know August 20th when AMC reopens, it's going to be all of these uh, yokels, these riffraffs who don't think this is a serious thing. They're going to subject themselves to this, right? So I'm thinking by the time November comes. If AMC is still open, that means that there was no outbreak. Mm-hmm. And then I'll consider re-upping, activating, right? So basically, if AMC is open November, three months from now, then nothing went wrong. Because, you know, if, if there's an outbreak... Well, is, November is also the time where these big-budget movies exactly, are gonna, right, potentially right. So, released. So the thing is, it's kind of a two-fold thing, because right now there's nothing to watch. Yeah, who, who wants to pay? Even if it's, what, 20 bucks a month, who wants to pay for reruns? Right, why are you paying anyways, right? So there's no upside to watching it. Now, what if they were streaming The West Wing? I have that at home. But <laughs> in a big, massive theater no, with I'm Dolby Surround? Virus, a virus. So I just want to see the first wave of people go in there, see what happens, and then decide. Because I'm assuming one of two things will happen. It'll be open in November without incident, and I'll activate my account for the holiday rush. Or it's going to fall apart by like mid-September. And then it, it won't be my choice to make. So you're like the guy, there's like a rickety bridge connecting point A to point B. Right. And everybody's doubtful, but you're like, hey, you know, why don't you guys go first? Right, right. And I'll be right, right behind That's you. That's what I do, yeah. Most of the time, I always just let other people kind of take the lead, see what happens to them, and then proceed. Yeah, we. this should be interesting. I mean, I don't know how much anybody will care about it, talk about it, but it's a story. Right. Um, I am curious what happens in November. Because I don't know if people are starving to watch movies in the theater. Right. I, I don't think, know. That's why it's kind of hard to compare because... I mean, who? The, I feel like everybody right now is in this um, stagnant phase where we really don't want more than we got. We just kind of accept the reality. Well, I, there's two groups. You know how they have the five stages of grief? Mm-hmm. There's one group that's in denial and another group in acceptance, right? So the, the denial group is like trying to pretend everything is normal. So they're still going to the high-risk environments watch them display put like auburn alabama at a theater yeah, i want to see what will happen well, right but i'm more saying that you can just watch that at home like that's what I, I think the only thing that's worth watching in a theater to me personally is a movie not a tv show not a sporting event just watch it at home you'll be fine 
Yeah, man. I long for the days to go to a theater again. Right. I so, think about that sometimes. Will. I mean, and you, this will just be like a fun story to tell. Let me tell you about the time where we had a 16-month I, I just want I want to see people who, who have had uh, grandparents or relatives that have fought like in wars. Right. I want to see these people bitch to their grandparents. Like, you know, <laughs> it was a tough time, man. Back in 19 to 20, man, that, that virus, like... Right. Couldn't really do much, you know, just had to order takeout all the time. <laughs> and least, you got this World War II that's true, Vietnam yeah. vet right. who's But, like, you know, by then, hopefully they'll all be dead. So we'll have yeah. the claim. It's like, you weren't around back in my day. We had to order bullshit. Uh, that's what I try to tell people. We'll look back fondly and laugh and say, you know what? That was a rough time, but hey, we made it. So what? We, we good? We good, Hamster? Yes. I think that's but settled. Anything but. else you want to add? No, no, no. I we jumped around all over the place. Right. Anything else? Yeah. No, no. I think uh, we've hit all of the points. I think we're good. Thank you, everybody, for listening again. Also, if you're still listening, congratulations. There's a lot of uh, people that start with us, but they don't finish with us. And it's the finishing that counts. So if you, you're hearing our voice right now, good job. Every couple weeks, look out for us. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk to y'all later. <laughs>